The Gospel for this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Easter, comes from John, the tenth chapter. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again Jesus said to them, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. In a world where many things seem complex, in a world where many things seem complicated, and at the very least we see debated, Facts between people. In a world of chaos from time to time, Jesus is saying something very simple. I am the gate for the sheep. It's difficult from time to time to understand what Jesus is saying here because we want to know exactly what's going on. And like the disciples, even though this seems like a very simple thing to say and a simple thing to understand, we muddle it up with trying to figure out just so what this means and what we should do and exactly how it exists and all the details of it. But Jesus isn't talking about the details of life here, though he is. Jesus isn't talking about exactness though he is. Jesus is simply trying to say, I am the gate for the sheep. The gate is what's good for the sheep. The gate is where the sheep know to go and find safety and well-being. When we follow Jesus, we find green pastures and still waters. When we follow Jesus, we find the things that bring us the most life. When we follow Jesus, we find what is good for us and for the sheep around us. When we follow Jesus, we find life. Jesus comes to, that we might have life and have it abundantly. Jesus is the way to life. Not only life in heaven, but eternal life here and now. Jesus is the way to life. This flies in the face of our complexity, doesn't it? This flies in the face of all of the nuance and all of the arguing and all of the debate that we have going on around us. Because Jesus says, respectfully, yet insisting on it, that if you want to find good in the world, follow Jesus. If you want to find life in the world, here it is. Jesus leads us to it.
Now, if you're like me, I want more details. I want to know, okay, I'll follow Jesus. Well, I can't see him from time to time. We can't hear him. What's going on? How do we know what to do? How do we follow Jesus? Like, let's tack this down. Okay. Let's use the overarching narrative of Jesus. Just like in the final verse today, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. That echoes John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that we might not perish but have eternal life. When Jesus lists the two greatest commandments, it's love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. When Jesus gives the new commandment, it's love one another as I have loved you. For Jesus... The whole of life, all of it, can be summed up in love. Love for yourself, love for your neighbor, love for the stranger, love for all. If we want to, act, if we want to come in and go out of the gate, if we want to follow Jesus to where Jesus goes, then we follow Jesus into every moment of love. We follow Jesus into every moment of forgiveness. We follow Jesus into the insistence on justice. We follow Jesus into feeding everyone and giving away things freely and openly. If we want to follow Jesus, we will follow Jesus into every town that he ever entered in Scripture. And we will see Jesus healing over and over again working against powers of evil over and over again, insisting on justice, feeding, loving, sharing, bringing good news to the poor. In a word, love. What if your to-do list every day wasn't the details that you needed to get done. Send this email, go to that appointment, make this, do that. What if your to-do list each and every day was to love, to forgive, to work for justice, to feed, and to give freely? To love, to forgive, to work for justice, to feed, and to give freely. That's enough to fill your day, let me tell you. I do not believe there's anything on our to-do lists that should ever supplant these things. I do not believe there is anything on our to-do list that will bring life in a way that these do not. I believe we can still care for our families. I believe we can still care for our friends. We can be good workers and good neighbors. When we love, we forgive, we insist on justice, we feed and we give away freely. There is a mountain of complexity in life, and it does not go away with these words of Christ. However, every moment of detail, every part of complexity runs through the gate. 
runs through love and forgiveness and justice, runs through feeding and giving away freely. I am so grateful for this gate. I am so grateful that I don't have to make decisions about what is good or bad in the world. I'm so grateful that I don't have to make decisions about what detail we should go with, what debate needs to happen. I simply get to look up and look for what is most loving and most forgiving, most in line with justice and feeding and giving away freely. Everything else falls away. This week, I want you to write those things on an index card or on a post-it note, wherever you might be working. I want you to write those things on an index card or a post-it note, wherever you might be living and moving and breathing throughout your day. And I want everything, everything, to go through that gate. The gate is for our good. The gate is for our lives. The gate is for the good and the lives of our neighbors and strangers too. God be with you. If this seems like a blessed moment of simplicity, and God be with you if this feels like an overbearing calling. God be with you in your going out and your coming in, in green pastures and still waters. God be with you as we move in and out the gate. Amen. <laughs>